Episode of Tiang for No Talk. I'm Neil. Here we go. And I'm. What? <laughs> I switched it up. Oh my gosh. I wasn't prepared for that. I feel thrown under the bus. I'm Abriana. And I'm supposed to be talking about what we're doing this week oh, or what, what we're is... talking about this week. We've finally decided after many episodes of saying, oh, we have to do an episode on that. Yeah, we need to talk about that at some point. Oh, yeah, we're going to get into that. Yeah, we really need to discuss this. After saying that probably one too many times, we are finally talking about hustle culture and why it needs to stop and why we need to stop perpetrating hustle culture. The things that are associated with it and how we see the people around us and to a certain extent ourselves um falling into that culture because it's very common within our generation at the moment and yeah how we think the narrative can be changed around hustle culture and like still achieving the things you want to and making moves for yourself without literally exerting yourself Onto you. That was a nice little prologue. I don't even know. But speaking, I guess, in more of a, or with more of a recent standpoint, point of view, perspective, I feel as though this week I had a couple moments where was, I made some poor life habits. Not really stemming from hustle culture, but I feel like if you're subscribing to hustle culture, you're subscribing to poor life habits because, you know, you can't really get one without the other the way that we're going about it as a generation right now. But the main thing being sleep, because, you know, I like my sleep schedule and that's often the most common thing I feel like gets discarded. That consistent sleep schedule or those consistent eight hours or seven hours which, you know, we hear that you should be getting since you're in your teenage years. You, you know, you're, everyone's like, you know, make sure you're getting your seven hours. We're not teenagers anymore, but yes, no. continue. Process. I get what you mean, like the and the continuation of those years. Ooh. I don't know, and you clearly wants to be a teenager still. Hey, everybody, Abrianna is no longer a teenager. Oh, my um, gosh. Moving on. But yeah, to, to hop into the meat and potatoes. If you had to guess a timeline and not just a, oh, this is when I realized this was a, a thing, I guess that would count as the answer as well. But like, do you feel like there's a timeline as a, oh, like, I feel as though over the last two years, this has taken prominence or this has kind of shown up over the last two years? Or do you feel as though it might have stirred a bit before that? In terms of me realizing it, I feel like I picked it up once I started going to university Mm. up here, so technically three years ago. Um, Before that, I don't think I really experienced anything like that. Those last two years of sixth form, which are the last two years, well, actually, technically, to figure this out (laughs) the other day, it's technically grade 12 and grade 13, but they don't have grade 13 up here anymore. 
So it's kind of confusing how we still end at the same time, but technically do an extra year. But we're not getting into that now because I haven't done the math for that. I'm interested but, in that. So yeah, I didn't. I don't think I really. No, I didn't. Well, maybe a bit. At sixth yeah, form, maybe a it bit, became a thing to like not be getting enough sleep because you had to finish this and this and then had to go to dancing and then had to go to lessons and then you had to go here and then you went out this that night and once every two weeks <laughs> it became that's basically what my like definition of hustle culture is where you're doing you're doing things that are not creating a good balance in your life but on top of doing those things that are disrupting the balance you're bragging about it and making it seem like it's something to be proud of not getting enough sleep yeah. why do france you want to brag about that like yes. why okay. why do we do that and like we don't i don't always realize i'm doing it but like i could say oh i only got seven hours of sleep and then neil could chime in and be like well actually i only got six so and it's it's all of a sudden it's a competition of mm-hmm. who got more sleep like really Really? Yeah, why is this relevant? I get that. I think definitely... It's, I think it's relevant because people want... Are trying to, like, fill some gap or seek some form of validation. Acknowledgement. Yeah. I think, yeah. I feel as though definitely those last years of sixth form, the one night I pulled... or Not the one night, but I pulled a, a handful of all-nighters. But there was one night where it was, like, next level. I'm not talking, like, 2 o'clock. I feel like I was just so tired the next day and, like, the rest of that week. I just stayed up so long. And I don't know. I feel like, you know, the aggressive amount of studying at late night hours probably didn't help. But I think that that that's really, like, hustle culture. I probably started to partake in it in that kind of aspect. No, it wasn't to the point where I guess that it was impacting that much because I only did it like that handful of times, those handful of times. But yeah, I would say like during sixth form was the prime as of when it started and going into university slash college, that's when I would realize, okay, this is something people are actually doing like as a collective, you know, you come into class and one person's head is just down, like, are you okay? No, I, you know, I had two hours of sleep, four, four cups of coffee for breakfast, and I'm here. I'm like, oh, cool. You know, I hope that you enjoyed that. Like, that's the thing, though. Like, nobody, you shouldn't be trying to enjoy that. Like, that's not something you should be proud of, not something you need to be bragging about. And I was looking up some information on, like, what other people have been saying about hustle culture. Ooh. Because it's a big topic nowadays, because everybody's realizing, like, even if you're acknowledging it, just doing that a lot of people are taking that extra step like we are and acknowledging it as a as a bad thing Mm -hmm. so one person said and it it made so much more sense to me like that bad quality of health and mind and all of that like same thing you said about staying up late like that's not gonna lead to good output so you doing those like staying up that extra amount of time or taking not taking longer to do something because you got to do things in a pace that you can but 
he was basically saying like when you exert yourself to that point and just stretch yourself way too thin you're not even putting out good work or you're not producing things to the level that you should be so then why like you're just doing it to what meet a deadline or like say oh I got it done in this amount of time or whatever and he also said like the idea with hustle culture is that it focuses on quantity over quality so I got 10 done but they're 10 crappy ones but I got 10 done in this time frame whereas you could have sat down and gotten less done but better quality output whatever you're doing whether it's school work creative stuff on the side or creative stuff mainly whatever it is and I was like that makes so much sense and why are we doing this and I resonate with the coffee thing I used to I never really had a massive love for coffee like you do oh I thought you were about to say coffee addiction I was about to oh oh I had a point in time where I was drinking coffee every day almost. Like, almost treating it as if it was tea because of how my mother would interact with that kind of thing. So, there was one time, I don't know if I told you the story, in like fourth or fifth form, at a certain point, I stopped drinking coffee because my heart beat was just crazy. I wasn't drinking like that much, but way more than I do now, obviously, because I yeah. probably drink it less than once a month. If I'm trying some of yours from a random location that I don't support myself. Okay, but- let's pause there for a second. So Neil has this thing where if I consume, because I don't want to say like necessarily buy, because if it comes from somewhere else, it's like whatever. But if I have coffee in my possession that I am drinking for myself, for whatever reason, all of a sudden, coffee is appealing to Neil and he just is just wants to drink coffee all of a sudden but on a regular day when he's just by himself enjoying life you know feeling like he needs to pick me up he's not gonna go and buy or drink a blast of coffee as soon as i have some it's it's just great it's great again and all of a sudden i get a half the amount of coffee (laughs) i normally would because he is drinking my coffee and you know it's not that bad it's great again i don't know what that one chief um it's it's not that bad but it's just something i've realized and i think i'm getting to the point of acceptance because i know because i know that it's coming every time but i would really like to see some improvements in that area please (laughs) i think it's a it's a sign of how i show my love i i i fully tell my coworkers like yeah i don't drink coffee unless my girlfriend's getting then i then i then i (laughs) then i drink coffee (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's a true story. And I do it with hot dogs, chicken nuggets. Literally anything he wouldn't like eat or consume normally, all of a sudden when I have it, it's like, ah, I can I can get down with that. It's, it's, it's like he needs an approval or something to You know what? There's social media influencers and they carry weight for some people. I won't call names for who those people are, but seeing as I hold your opinions in such high regard, knowing you as an individual and not like a social media persona. I I can support. I attempt. To, I tend to support causes you you back more feverishly. I suppose. 
That's crazy. Can't believe you just dropped me like that. I, I didn't Moving do anything. I didn't call on. any names. I didn't Moving put any shoes on any feet or any on. caps on any heads. <laughs> do you think that there are positive aspects to hustle culture? And if so, what are they? When I thought about this question, the first thing I thought of was like the work ethic I've developed as an individual because of how my parents raised me. Mm-hmm. And just like that Caribbean household of like, you never have a second of rest. Always something you could be doing. You just let know what? That's crazy. No comment. And the more I think about it, to be honest, my parents weren't even that bad with that. I was going like, to say they like... did it. They <laughs> did it a lot more than I wanted it to happen, obviously. But, like, in retrospect, my parents gave me and continue to give me and they give my brother, like, a good amount of privacy. Like, we have time to just be kids, be teenagers, just live our lives, do the things that we want to do. Um... So in the moment, it was like, what the hell? But now that I think back, I'm like, mm, it, was it, w- it was in good doses, you know? It wasn't, it wasn't terrible, you know? Same. So, uh, like, I don't... I think I had the work ethic before I was, like, plopped into the hustle mm-hmm. culture world. Yeah. So I don't really know if I have a positive. We could say, you know, your parents planted the seeds, and obviously they started the germination of the seeds so you know you start to grow but we could we could give or the fact that you had that instilled in you that was probably just strengthened from the process but yeah it is it is questionable to give it all to at least all to the culture for me my parents gave me the time there was always gonna be roasting in a verbal standpoint from some people like oh you're just spending the whole day doing this or you know they would obviously find things for you to do but yeah that came more from my grandparents though uh, yeah my grandparents for sure <laughs> like grandma why why oh. i just staring at a screen all day like this time i'm like i'm trying to get this I'm is what i'm to, supposed to do i'm trying to learn how to you know how to hack or something i'm trying to you know flip some <laughs> I'm like 10 years old. Whoa. I wasn't doing that kind of stuff. I was I, playing freaking e-games. I definitely was not like, doing that I kind was of stuff. playing games and jumping over things and I promise I was playing games. <laughs> like no question. Oh. No, you went back on that one. I So as I said before, I found like once I came up here, I was like fully immersed in the hustle culture world. And it's so sad ultimately is what it is how widespread and engulfed everyone is in it like as i said before it's, it's honestly a competition oh this is my third coffee for the day what i drink one and that's it like if i ever try to hit a second one even if it's just literal like just coffee like no cold brew no espresso it's just like iced coffee mm-hmm. jitters mm. so like yeah praises to you that you can like consume more and your body can like process it better and whatever but like you really need to be consuming that much i i don't i don't get it i don't think no, I don't think it's right. I think there are other ways to handle situations. You know, some and people... I. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I just I. This is like a disclaimer that I have to throw in. I understand that I speak from like a very privileged standpoint in terms of 
my social status and my life in Barbados and then my life up here and that I've never had to live on my own, um, mm. pay rent, fend for myself, anything like that. Like, I'm still an individual and I'm independent and I take care of myself, but I still have people that I can rely on for the bigger things in life. Yeah. And I know there are people my age and people who have been in university my year and younger and whatever that have had a lot more on their plates at a younger age and even more so now. And then on top of that, they don't have a good family life or whatever is at home. Even if it's not the home they're at now, whatever home they have elsewhere, it's not good. So I understand that I'm speaking from a place of privilege because I, as much as I would like to moan and groan and be like, my life sucks. Like, I have good all around. Like, I'm surrounded by good. There's good everywhere. Really? Everybody has doses of annoyance that just cause me to be miserable sometimes. Literally but like everybody, overall Literally everybody, me included. You can say it. You can say it. I don't need to say it because you said it. Um, yeah, all around I have good surrounding me. So yeah, just to give context to what I said previously, I think it's important for me to acknowledge that I speak from a place of privilege where that is concerned. Um, Neil walked away for a cute second, so I'm just going to keep chatting it up for... Oh, cute. He's back. I'm quick. My phone's dying surprisingly quickly, so I don't want to get surprised of the unpleasant kind. Oh. And (laughs) something else we have written here... Not even. I'm not going to go into that because that's just like... That's literally just roasting ourselves. The whole yeah, have we I've, ever like indulged in that thing? I do it mentally. I don't. I, I don't. I really say it. I think like, okay, it's a kind of. It almost becomes an excuse instead of just like, oh, okay, this is a fact. It's like, you know, I did this and it wasn't as good as I would like it to be. But what can I say? I'm X, Y, and Z, or that kind of nature is what I do in my head. I don't say it all out. I don't verbalize it to anybody. So, do you think that's as like as bad as? the saying it out loud and bragging and all of that or not as bad do you think it's as harmful like does it have do you think that kind of in your head all the time subconscious talking to yourself essentially talking down to yourself Mm -hmm. because you're trying to overwork yourself and keep up with this expectation illusion illusion do you think that's almost as unhealthy or more unhealthy than verbally Letting people know that. Outwards, yeah. I think that it can be. I don't do it personally very often because I don't put, usually put myself in that kind of situation. But I would say yes. Oof, I, if you're consistent, he has his life together. Uh, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. If you're consistently though putting yourself in a situation wherein that you feel like you have to, or just in your normal communication with yourself, you're coming from a negative standpoint in my eyes that's more negative than or it's more negative than the toxicity you put out by going around and saying this is this instant because you're you're holding that all in and it's your reality 24 7 and if you're talking down yourselves who's not gonna talk down to you who's not Mm -hmm. gonna treat you like you know you're not doing like what are you gonna allow yeah right to come 
into you? What, what are, are you going to accept yeah. into your space? Yeah, what yeah. are you going to accept, right? So that's what I feel. Yeah, that's dangerous. Yeah, it's not It's not a good look. I like to think of myself as a pretty positive person all around, but I think those kind of, those kind of thoughts, especially in high frequency, they're no bueno. I agree. I... Other than the coffee thing, which I don't, I'm not, I can't say I'm not reliant on it because I am sometimes, for the most part, but am I addicted? No. I actually haven't had coffee in two, going on three days now. I would testify you're not as well. But aside from the taste, which I enjoy, there's literally the caffeine that is in the coffee like i don't always trap my sleep but i feel like i'm always hitting between seven and eight hours but for whatever reason maybe it's like why i'm eating in the morning or whatever i just feel like i need that little of energy yeah and the funny thing is like depending on how much water i'm drinking or whatever it passes through my system so quickly and that it's literally out of me and then on top of that, by like, if I have coffee anywhere between like 10 and 11.30 maybe, by 2, 3 o'clock, like midday slump has hit, I'm ready for a nap. Because it's like out already. And I think that's why people like start to go for that second cup mm, to of coffee. Yeah, to like keep up there. But by that time, I'm like, mm, that's it. I'm okay. I got what I needed to get out of that. I think it's a struggle. And I'm good otherwise. Everyone's body's different. So, you know, you might need one cup. Somebody might need zero cups or the occasional one cup and not a consistent one cup. But it's also not... So the problem I think it is, is that our bodies are saying we need rest. And obviously, it's coming from a voice of reason. In most cases, unless there's some sort of further issue, but... The way that we are structured in society is we don't always give ourselves that time to listen to our, what our body is saying we need. So we, we force ourselves to stay up. And I'm a victim of that. I'm not a victim. I'm a... I abuse that. Like I, my, I, I'll be tired. I know I'm tired, but I just don't give myself that, okay, go to sleep now. As consistent as I should. More so as of late, but I think that's the thing. Like Your body is saying, hey, you're tired. But you're like, no, I got to, you know, keep going for this extra four hours because you're at work and, you know, bills won't pay themselves. So that's just the reality. But it's how society is where it's saying, instead of listening to your body, you should go work for an extended amount of time or just keep going and don't give yourself that time to sit down. Okay, what do I need? What does my body need right now? Yeah, that's the overarching theme, I think, of dismantling hustle culture is creating a healthy work-life balance because that's essentially what it is where you're whatever you're working on because if you partake in a hustle culture and you don't you're not working in some form whether you're working on a project you're literally working and making money from something Mm -hmm. you're employed somewhere or you're working in terms of education if you're not doing any of those things, you still hustling, uh, will partake in a hustle culture, not hustling, because that's something different. <laughs> I'm, I'm a bit concerned. But I think 
that is the goal is to create that healthy work life balance and find a structure that works for you in the sense that you can still get what you need to get done like nobody's not telling nobody's telling you to not work for what you want and try to accomplish goals and reach your dreams and all of that and that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying there has to be a healthy way or a healthier route to go about doing that and that's how this will no longer exist if we do that slight spontaneous question for you that popped in my brain what impact do you think the forced quarantine has had on that hustle culture at least during the time period when everyone was kind of forced to or mostly were forced to kind of you know shut down and bunker down a bit more because obviously a lot of people were still working quite a bit at home but you weren't on the go as much and keeping up with the normal time at least for me i lost quite a bit of track with how time was flowing and you know just staying up to pace so how do you Mm -hmm. how do you feel like that impacted the hustle culture from what mainly i watch a lot of youtube actually i kind of watch too much youtube say it again one more time actually you know what when i listen to this episode i'm just gonna go to this point and replay it like three times (laughs) yeah i like youtube okay it's my thing um and i don't just watch like random videos like i enjoy lifestyle videos of like seeing what other people are doing with their lives the worst kind it's something no it's 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 the best kind it's the best it like i don't know it brings me joy it like fuels me in a weird way anyways so i watch a lot of youtube and i found a lot of youtubers people that do youtube were saying during that time that it gave them like it allowed them and these are people that are probably partaking in hustle culture heavily because of that whole influencer social media person lifestyle they were saying that it allowed them to like slow down and rein it in and acknowledge that like maybe this isn't a good thing maybe i should not like it was almost like they were coming off from a high so not quarantine brought them to this low and quarantine was the low for them and it made them realize that they didn't need to be living in that high all the time and like it wasn't necessarily healthy and having then all that time on their hands and time to think and to not literally be moving around as much it allowed them to reset in a way and Mm -hmm. rethink how they approach their day-to-day lives um so i thought that was interesting i don't really associate necessarily with anybody else that partakes in hustle culture but if i just had to assume i would hope that a lot of people have that realization well for some people it was difficult i know be going from go 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 at whatever their normal pace is and going straight to absolutely nothing nothing. um especially if like the environment you're in is not something that you thrive in where you where you had to practice social distancing and essentially stay in your house um so i know for some people it was hard but i think it like 
came with good and bad and probably brought that realization of maybe this is something that should change and as you said you kind of lost your concept of time and I think a lot of people did but it could also like bring that back to you and allow you to be like whoa where is my time really going throughout the day like on a normal day like what am I doing with my time Mm -hmm. where could my time better be going all that kind of stuff yeah or I guess it could also be phrased as allowing to be more present to the time that you are in right now because for example if you're working nine to five that time period between let's say 7 30 8 45 that's just commute you're already being present to what's happening you're just like okay get on the train ride ride to work okay i'm at work now let's start you know what i mean or that time period between 5 15 to like 6 30 might be another commute hour or so so you might just be going through it on autopilot and I'll actually paying attention to the point where it's like, this is time in my day where I'm doing something, but I'm just not super present to what's happening. Yeah, that's fair. Allows you to rethink. Allegedly. Your place in the world and in your life even more so. Okay, to draw a slight contrast or comparison, or just a reference in the previous episode, dialing back to our self-care episode. What interaction do you feel like hustle culture has with how we've been made to perceive self-care to be in 2018? 18, 19, 20. <laughs> um, like, what I think hustle culture makes you think that you should be doing a self-care? I guess it could be that, or, you know, do you think that hustle culture has, has caused that to be perceived as it is? Are they, like, from a completely different stimulus, potentially? What real relationship do you think they have? But yeah, also what you said. I think they can tie into one another. I don't think they come from the same thing because if we completely dismantled and got rid of hustle culture, I think there would still be a widespread lack of self-care happening just because people think they don't, sorry, not people think, (laughs) people don't think of the bits and pieces that need to go into self-care and like not just on a whole like acknowledging what you need for yourself because what i may need is completely different from what you need oh definitely um in terms of resetting and what's not so i think a lot of people still struggle to acknowledge that that it's not just uh, yeah everybody do steps one through five and when you're done like you'll be good you'll be reset everything will be great I think there's still work to be done if self-care was not to exist. So, no, I don't think they go hand in hand. But does hustle culture perpetuate? That's what I was thinking. The concepts. 
that side of self-care that isn't really self-care it's just it's literally like performative self-care because when you put on that face mask you're not just putting it on to hopefully make your skin feel nice and apparently to skincare by Hiram who's blowing up on TikTok and Instagram over quarantine um face masks don't even like do anything I think I watched his videos a couple of them like they don't they don't do they don't take away anything from your skin but they don't give you anything so it's kind of <laughs> it's like the placebo effect it's just a thing so uh, right so you're doing the face mask like you're not just doing that for you like you know you're gonna take a picture you're gonna post on snapchat you're gonna make faces in it like it, you're doing it as a performative thing and I mean, I think that happens with a lot of self-care because we feel like we need to prove to other people that we're taking care of ourselves or make we're taking the necessary steps to do things to better ourselves. And it's pretty dumb <laughs> that we do that and feel as though we need to perform everything that we do. I mean, every day we technically are performing just like because we're in our bodies <laughs> and like moving literally walking how you walk how you talk everything is a performance ultimately sorry i took a class last semester called body and performance that got heavy i'm not gonna lie talked about that stuff a lot everything that's amazing yeah. i like it but then you have those moments where i can't remember what it's called but basically there's sometimes where you plan it out like i'm gonna do th- like posting you doing your face mask would be you planning it out and then there's some that you do without actually acknowledging that you're performing which is like walking down the street um so yeah i don't to sum up what i said (laughs) i think there's work that needs to be done where both of those things are concerned separately hustle culture and self-care but also finding yeah i think it all comes back to finding the balance and figuring out what works for you and what you need and knowing at the end of the day that everybody's different so like the whole performative thing and like trying to show other people what you're doing and proving proving yourself to others it's not always worth it because neil can do however many push-ups and i can do like three so in my um fitness prime not right now but (laughs) that to say that's just an example to say like everybody's working at different pace and everybody's capable of doing different things not just on a physical level everyone's strengths are represented differently yeah so i think sometimes doing all that performative stuff is in vain because you think you're filling something up like you're filling this gaping hole in your life where you feel like you need this extra level of validation but you don't like and if you do you might be looking to the wrong people for it and you might really need to yeah. check look, inside of you that whole for that stuff yeah and cause a lot of the times we're looking in the wrong places 
or you're looking in the places you think you want to be looking because you're thinking, oh, this person's going to give me X, Y, and Z, or I'm going to feel X, Y, and Z out of this interaction. And that could just be based off of like how you think that person is or what you see that person giving to other people. And I do that a lot. I'm like, oh my God, I would love to be friends with that person because they look like they do this so well and they treat their friends so well and that is just awesome. And then I'm like, but really, like, uh, uh, Brianna, uh, 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 and then I don't have to say anymore Good and job. I just reel myself back in. Some some form of accountability shows up. And it's like, nope, can't. Yeah, that's the thing. That's a very important message for hustle culture and self-care. Being accountable for the work that you need to be doing, but also for yourself. Like, you have to show up for yourself. I like it. <laughs> Me too. And with that, I think we touched on most of everything we wanted to touch on. Do you have anything else we want to add? At oh, least in we? my mind. I, I was even looking at our notes. No, which is good. You know, we like to freestyle, so it happens. <laughs> oh, no doubt. I. Staying on topic? We need yeah. some work. Need some work. I wrote on these cute little quotes. Of I thought they were just kind of reminders about. Well. Um, no, it was like cute little quotes about what, how people approach hustle culture, and it was just. I have so much more going on than you. The grind and never what? stops. If you work hard, everything wanna, you need will come to you. I think that's a that message. I. Growing up, I understand where, where you know it's been put in society. But thinking about it now, and kind of you know with everything that I've learned over the years, I think I'm very aware of the thought that you can have a plan and you can work hard, but sometimes you need a bit of luck or some sort of thing has to be on your side. Mm-hmm. It's not always accessible for everybody. I watched a video and the person was like. It was a girl, I think. She was like, so I work hard for all these years, at so many years, I just put in work. She didn't say it like this, but I'm changing the verbatim, obviously. She said, I put in work, you know, I work hard, everything, for all these years, for nothing to come my way. Like, who's to say that's not going to happen? I was like, she's so freaking right. Like, I think, yes, I'm a firm believer that hard work is important and that, you don't deserve to have anything handed to you if you didn't work for it and if you do um take it as a blessing and be like eternally grateful just in life in any opportunity um but i also think that yeah who's to say that just because you're working hard at something ultimately means it's gonna come your way or you're gonna get it there's no guarantees like, there's nothing, yeah, there's nothing, like, written. There's nothing written saying that's going to happen. Or, like, there's no policy saying X will equal yeah. Y you know, or I, whatever. I like whatever. to remind myself that you, you don't, 
cut your eggs before they're in the basket or if if the money's not in your pocket it's not yours right like you can't you can't say okay yeah this thing should come mm-hmm. because i'm doing x y and z it might not you know but if you don't try it's gonna be even less likely to, to, to be a thing so yeah and i get that from my parents a lot too like in terms mm-hmm. of how they are as people and then like stories that they've told me otherwise like they work hard and they've worked hard for everything that they have they're still working hard um shout out shout out yeah, to moms and dads for, for jeez and but then there are also instances that they've told me about where like, yeah, they were obviously working hard otherwise, but sometimes things just aligned and it worked out. And yeah, the hard work made things easier down the line, but the hard work didn't necessarily account for that thing happening. That just mm. aligned and happened by chance and they got lucky and it was a blessing and it was like, whoa, yes. More of this, please. Snatch that up. Yeah, but it wasn't always a case of, I did this and this and that's why that happened. So... Yeah, that's an interesting thought to debunk the whole hard work yeah, no. thing. We're not saying don't work hard because I think we're working hard. Yeah, so yeah. we all should if, work hard if we're too. Grinding, we should all grind. But responsibly. Yeah, but yeah. So the grind stops at some point, okay? Like you gotta go to sleep, you gotta eat three or two yeah, big take meals. One day, a day, maybe two to sleep in. Don't sleep in. Be drinking day. water. Unless you're working late, late nights. Like... And I guess you can sleep in. A little bit. Be accountable to your feelings. Like, don't just be suppressing stuff It's easier, or it seems easier. It's easier. Yeah. Like, all those kind of things. Stay grinding. Don't don't stop grinding, but... It's a marathon. It's not a, it's not a sprint. Yeah, and I think allowing yourself to know when you need to yeah, have take a, a water sp- break. pause. Yeah. yeah, and have that moment where it's like, yeah, I'm okay. The last quote is, there's nothing glamorous about being busy. And I resonate th- with this one because at one point I was like, I love being busy so much. 100%. I feel so much better when I'm busy. Being busy is... So much better for me. I don't yeah, like having don't like, not see, anything since to do. Since 2016, I feel like I've been hearing you say that on and off. Um. And I think I've changed the narrative of it a bit because I understand what I was trying to say better. And I said it a couple of episodes, I think, ago. And I've said it in a couple of meetings recently for school and stuff that I I enjoy structure and I need structure and I function a lot better with structure in my life and a lot of the times that structure comes from me having more than one mm-hmm. thing in my schedule at a time and having to balance things because I work really well when I have to balance things if everything is super spaced out and I have so much time to just do things like I find myself buckling under that pressure of having that empty time because then it's almost like my vocal teacher was saying in class today why do you walk around when you speak or why do you pace like why is there movement when you speak and present like why can you not just stand still and present and just talk directly to the people that you're talking to and he said it's because like 
you want to draw the attention away from your voice and away from the fact that you're speaking and the words. So by doing the movement and by walking up and down, you now have the audience focusing on your movement in addition to your words. And now you're focusing on the fact that you're moving more over than your words. So now you've disassociated yourself from the words that you're saying so they're less, you're being less vulnerable and it's less hard and it's so much easier to do because you're walking up and down now. So you have more things to think about. And I was like, oh my God, that makes perfect sense. Not that I do that, but I was like, that makes so much sense. And I think the same thing works for the being busy thing, like not having holes and spaces and time is like I have I don't have time to just sit in my thoughts and just marinate not be me not be me because obviously I'm still being true to myself and what's not but it's a lot easier to not just have to have those moments just like to yeah marinate and just acknowledge what is going within, on around you or within you outside yeah. from whatever exactly so i think that adds up as to why i was pushing that narrative but now i've changed how i think about the whole being busy thing and, and that's on growth i've gotten better yep 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 love that for me that's all that's all i have for today i've spilled yeah. so much of myself today i love that um that's my favorite part of doing these episodes when we give you know we we dig deeper within ourselves and speak more from the heart and with more clarity to how we feel or give some of our experiences and make it a bit more personal yeah and bear in mind we don't write out these things like these <laughs> supposed deep personal things that like we don't type those out in our notes we kind of just go from the talking point and then wherever it leads we go so we don't write out to spew our guts i drop bear bombs on abriana <laughs> expose it's you know put some daggers in my back today like honestly it's, it's, it's just, that's how i show love it was a bit ridiculous but guess what Perfect. guess what i've moved on well yeah and on that note we are out for today we thank you so much for joining us. Um, what do they need to do? Neil? First of all, subscribe to they our Instagram to... and follow us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or apparently of Amazon Music. <laughs> yeah, we got an email today saying that we're on Amazon Music now. So if you're listening to this from Amazon you're Music, quoted, you know. Yeah, thank you for joining much love. the squad. And definitely check us out every Saturday at. 7 a.m. low-key, but we post at about, about, about noon, a new episode, yeah. every week, every day, just kidding. <laughs> no, 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 Can you imagine? That That would here. definitely be uh, hustle yeah. culture, and quality would not be where it should be. That would have to oh. be full-time. Yeah, if you guys wanted to see us do it yeah. full-time, hey, hey, if it I'm was saying. Fu- what the frick? Okay, I'm I'm getting off now. Okay, I, that's all Abriana has for y'all today. If you okay, want to keep talking, you can keep talking. Goodbye. <laughs>